Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usha Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 699 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Rin, uh, our friend from YouTube. And uh, he wants to know how Rorata Celli ornamented chorale prelude by Jean de Messieurs is constructed. Have you played this piece, Osha? Oh yes, I think everybody has played it. Wonderful piece, wonderful composer, lived to short life and uh, left uh, some amazing works and one of them is collection of 12 um, chorale preludes on Gregorian chant themes. Opus 8 from 1947, and the first one is Rorate Celli, ornamented chorale. Um, what can you say about it, Usha, from the first glance? Well, that it's very easy and very beautiful. The easiest from the collection. I think. Oh, yes, sure. Anything else? <laughs> Am I in exam room? Okay. Well, I see the hymn tune on the right hand, in the right hand, uh, played on the cornea. Mm, cornea, yes. If you don't have cornea, you know, single cornea stop, you can, you know, uh, make up cornea of your own. It could can be the full cornea or just, you know, a few stops from the cornea. Or if you don't like cornea sounds, you could replace it with some kind of soft reed. For example, oboe or krumhorn. Although when composer has explicitly asked for cornea, I think it's better to to use it than to switch it to something else, right? (laughs) Do you think, you know, she would, let's say, come back from the dead and would start, you know, to... uh, Avenge you for for I, uh, for not following uh, uh, her registration closely. I wouldn't dare to find out. Uh, basically, what else is interesting uh, going on? I I noted that she treats the right hand part as a sort of ornamented chorale, but it's like a cantilena style. Sometimes the French composers uh, like to interpret Gregorian chant tunes like this, playing left hand accompaniment with pedals and the right hand moving faster with solo registration. So that's what happens in, in, in the right hand part. It's, I think, almost totally diatonic, almost uh, almost without any accidentals, r- written in D minor key, um, the first mode basically, it doesn't have to be D minor, but in the mode of D with one flat, 
but all the chromatics happen in the accompaniment parts, in the left hand parts, and uh, sometimes even the pedal parts, right? And that's what makes this choral prelude so French-like, chromatics. Yes, and also, you know, modes, modes that, you know, it's not like clear major or minor, you know, but it's, it's, uh, it's model. Because you mentioned that it's, you know, written in D. The right hand part. The right D. hand part. But, but you could also argue that it's in F too. The beginning in F and then, of course, ending and in D. that's what you can very often, you know, find in, in music, in the model music, that, that major and minor sort of interchanges all the time in the piece. Mm -hmm. And it has like like ABA form because in the middle we have something else um, after this opening um, phrase, like middle section, uh, and then it the the beginning repeats uh, with that corner registration at the end, reminding us of that beautiful ant antiphon. Uh, it's like the the structure of, of the chant itself, the antiphon, then there is the psalm, and there is antiphon again. Right? Yes. But yeah. the psalm is not exactly identically written as it's in, in the chant. It's, it's more or less freely interpreted. And what I like in general about the Monsieur not only about this composition that she has very improvisatory compositional style. Basically playing her music is like, you know, like, like improvising. Yes. She was an excellent improviser, student of Marcel Dupré. And she avoids like direct repetitions of uh, musical material. If she repeats something, it's a little bit different each time. So it gives such a such a liveliness to her music. And predict the 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 inf probably impression of a surprise and predictability. Right. Yes. True. For example, at the end she finishes on this D major chord. Which you wouldn't expect. Sure. Because it's not like, you know, Bach's fugue. Very often, you know, the minor key changes with the major key at the end. And in general, you wouldn't expect uh, the, the piece to end in D because it's always in F, in F, in F. Just the ending of the antiphon is in D, right? Yes. So... I think we could draw a useful lesson from this choral prelude and um, try to improvise on any other chant that we want something similar with the cornea registration and uh, using chromatics in the left hand part and, and the pedals. Yes, and another you know, feature of her music that um, 
often it's it sounds sort of easy like this piece but it's really complex and if you are thinking you could improvise uh, and to do something similar well maybe you could do but but it would be difficult right if we would stop at every given measure and maybe at every half note that's where the harmonic rhythm is every half note you see a different chord you could actually analyze each chord and they would be very complex chords even when there are three notes like at the beginning without pedals you could see their seventh chords and diminished chords and augmented chords uh, even um, even without pedals sort of so basically so to say it's a f like a four note chord with one uh, part omitted it's still a dissonant chord right yes but uh, you know i don't think it would make much sense of doing like uh, roman numeral analysis with, no, with a piece no. like this because you always need to keep in mind that it's it's you know it's it's not mozart it's not bach it's all model you know so we need to keep the modes in mind while analyzing music like this very good and of course add more like you said chromaticism and accidentals because it's not like like medieval, you know, model music, but it's like 20th century model French music. Yes. So, guys, try uh, your hand at improvising like uh, Jean de Monsieur. And this model of Rorate Celli is probably the best place to start. And, um, and I'm looking forward, Osha also is looking forward to to hearing uh, how your improvisations go upload it to youtube and send us a link yes we would be glad to listen to it wonderful and please send us more of your questions we love helping you grow and remember when you practice miracles happen this podcast is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online it has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up! and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course you will get the first month for free too. You can cancel anytime. If you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can check out our page on Buy Me A Coffee platform. Find out more at buymeacoffee.com slash organduo.